Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. I'll just Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. We've got 42 degrees in Northwest D.C. 459. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Coming up. The main suspect in a 12-hour series of local shootings and carjackings is dead. A Broadway legend with D.C. roots, Cheetah Rivera, has died at 91. Also new today. Why Montgomery County will have to begin the search for a new police chief. I'm Kate Ryan. Some area parents are upset over a delay and then being told about a serious fight at a middle school. I'm Mike Marilla. Well, you may have thought the commanders were about to find their new head coach, but the search is proving to be more difficult. Record viewership for the two NFL championship games this past weekend. On Wall Street for the day, the Dow was up 133, NASDAQ down 118, S&P was down 3. WTOP at 5 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Monica Ricks. The U.S. is vowing to respond to a weekend drone attack in Jordan as attacks continue on U.S. troops in the Middle East. CBS's Linda Kenyon has more from Washington. What we do know is that Iran-backed militias are responsible for these continued attacks on U.S. forces and that we will respond at a time and manner of our choosing. Pentagon spokesman Brigadier General Pat Ryder spoke as the Iran-aligned Qatab Hezbollah announced the suspension of all of its military operations against U.S. troops. We've seen those reports. I don't have a specific comment to provide other than actions speak louder than words. House Republicans are moving closer to possibly impeaching Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. CBS's Skylar Henry's in Washington. The actions and decisions of Secretary Mayorkas have left us with no other option than to proceed with articles of impeachment. House Republicans want the secretary impeached over his handling of the southern border. The articles of impeachment charge Mayorkas willfully defied laws that require migrants to be detained and that he breached the public trust by claiming that the border was secure. The Justice Department is investigating Missouri Congresswoman Cori Bush. CBS's Matt Piper tells us it's looking into a potential misuse of campaign funds for personal security. Since before I was sworn into office, I have endured relentless threats to my physical safety and life. But she admits she hired her husband. I retained my husband as part of my security team because he has had extensive experience in this area. She noted that the Office of Congressional Ethics looked into the matter last year, found no wrongdoing, and dismissed the case. CBS News got an inside look at the process Alaska Airlines crews have been going through to inspect Boeing 737 MAX 9 jets after a mid-air blow. Out. Correspondent Chris Van Cleef. It's about a 12 hour process to inspect one of these door panels. First, you have to remove two rows of seats plus all the cabin interior just to get to the door panel. More on his exclusive tonight on CBS Evening News. Meantime, Russia's figure skating team still stands to get bronze medals from the 2022 Beijing Olympics, despite Camila Valieleva's disqualification. She was caught doping during the Winter Games, moving the U.S. into the gold medal position. Japan gets silver. Come on, babe, why don't we paint the tag? Broadway legend Cheetah Rivera died today after a brief illness at 91. Last year, though, after turning 90, Rivera talked to CBS Sunday morning about her life and storied career. I always used to think that we should have two lifetimes, one to try it out and the second one to know what's coming. A public memorial will be announced soon. This is CBS News. 
Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's 5.03 on Tuesday afternoon, January the 30th. We have clouds right now. Temperatures around the region hanging near 40 or in the low 40s. Good afternoon. I'm Ian Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Our top local story this hour on WTOP involves the latest on a wild half-day-long crime spree that started in D.C. about this time last night and ended with a shootout in Prince George's County this morning. The suspect is dead after being shot by police. It follows a series of carjackings the man was accused of, along with shooting and killing one person along the way. Our team coverage starts in D.C. with WTOP's Neil Augenstein. It started at 545 Monday afternoon when a man who'd been sitting nearby got into an occupied car on K Street Northwest. Was in that vehicle for a short period of time during which they discharged a firearm and shot the individual inside of that vehicle. That victim's in critical condition, says Assistant Police Chief Jeffrey Carroll. At 7 last night on 3rd Street Northeast near Gallaudet University, police say the suspect approached two men, shot one, then stole the car. The individual that was shot on the scene is pronounced dead. Over the next several hours, the man continued to carjack. 3 a.m., the vehicle that was carjacked out in Prince George's County, a Nissan Rogue, drove past an MPD vehicle in the area of 295 near the Blue Plains Water Treatment Facility and shot an MPD cruiser. The officer was not injured. Neil Loganstein, WTLP News. Well, now to WTOP's Luke Lukert in Prince George's County, where the crime spree ended. The suspect in that Nissan Rogue also traveled to Laurel and shot at a Maryland State trooper that was helping a stranded driver on the interstate before speeding away. Way. No one was injured there. A description of the car was sent out to all law enforcement agencies in the area. And at around 4.30 a.m., two new Carrollton officers found that abandoned Nissan Rogue here in the middle of Annapolis Road and began looking for the driver. During their canvas, officers encountered an adult male who walked up to them. During that encounter, this male produced two handguns. Thomas Lester with the Attorney General's office says that's when both officers pulled their guns and shot and killed the man. Neither officer was injured. Since the shooting involves police, the case has been handed over to the AG's office. Both officers are on administrative leave. In Prince George's County, Luke Lukert, WTOP News. It's 5.05. He's been on the job for nearly 40 years, but now a local police chief says he's retiring. WTOP's Kate Ryan has our story. After 38 years on the job, Montgomery County Police Chief Marcus Jones announced he's retiring effective July 1st. In his announcement, Jones said the timing is right and that he won't be going far. He'll remain active in the community. Jones was named chief in November of 2019 after serving in the department since 1985. Montgomery County Executive Mark Elrich said Jones has served the county during unprecedented times, including the COVID pandemic, the aftermath of the murder of George Floyd, and calls for police reforms. Elrich credited Jones with helping to modernize the department while advocating for his officers. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Jones is the second local police chief to say he's stepping aside in just two days. Don Hayes, the Alexandria police chief, announced yesterday he's retiring from the force after 44 years there. He's been chief the last couple of years. He's taking a job with the feds. 
506, some parents of Montgomery County students in Gaithersburg say they're concerned with how long it took for leaders to tell them about a middle school fight. WTOP's Mike Marillo tells us a student was even taken to the hospital. It was last Wednesday when school let out at Lakelands Park Middle School when the fight took place, and it was quickly broken up by nearby adults, according to the principal there. Then Friday, a town hall was held with students about it before parents were notified. That has some parents upset, among them Holly Flores. I feel like they should not be speaking to students regarding certain issues without parents present. She says the school also waited too long to tell parents about the fight. Chris Cram with Montgomery County Public Schools says while they aim to notify parents the same day about serious incidents, sometimes investigations delay notification. In this case, the fight happened after school, so led to the investigation happening the next day. Also, while schools deal with discipline involving fights, in this case, the Gaithersburg Police Department was called and took a report. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. No update on the girl's condition after the fight. Coming up in money news after traffic and weather. Now it's the affordable cities that are getting expensive. I'm Jeff Clayball. 508. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. We start with traffic. Dave Dildine in the traffic center. And this has been a fairly straightforward afternoon rush hour. We've had a few incidents here and there. Topping that list right now is in McLean. The closure of Georgetown Pike, Virginia's first scenic byway between the Beltway and Swinks Mill Road. No one's seeing it. It's blocked because of wires that came down. And Virginia authorities expect that this will be an extended closure. It will put more traffic on an overpass that spans 495 nearby, Old Dominion Drive, and down below Beltway traffic. Traffic is certainly slow, but we're used to it. Inner and outer loops, equally slow traffic between about 123 and the 270 spur. All volume around the Beltway. It's slow but straightforward near the Woodrow Wilson Bridge on the outer loop and southbound on 395 and 95 through Arlington, through Springfield, and down at the Occoquan River. 66 westbound, heaviest traffic between the Beltway and 123. Eastbound, the slowest traffic between Falls Church and Ballston. Now in Maryland on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, We've taken care of the crash southbound inside the Beltway between Goodluck Road and 410. It's clear. Northbound traffic remains heavy, but it's rush hour after all. The latest crash in the parkway winds up northbound between Arundel Mills Boulevard and Route 100. Initially, a couple rear-ending in the center of the parkway's northbound lane. Stick with 95 if you can. Volume delays are brief through Howard County. Route 50 between the Beltway and the Bay Bridge. Smooth sailing under mostly cloudy skies. The WTOP Traffic Studio is furnished by Regency Furniture. You can finance 60 months now with no money down, not a cent out of pocket. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looked so good. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Back we go to 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Steve Rudin. A quiet but cloudy evening across the DMV as temperatures slide through the 40s. I'm tracking a weather maker that's going to zip across the region later tonight into early tomorrow morning may bring a few sprinkles, but most neighborhoods stay totally dry. Wake up temperatures tomorrow morning in the 30s. Partly to mostly cloudy Wednesday, mid to upper 40s. Winds from the north. Brighter skies arrive on Thursday, along with milder temperatures. Highs will be in the middle 50s or near 50 on Friday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Cloudy right now, 41 at the National Mall, 40 degrees in Fairfax, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no Payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOP, money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Off we go to Jeff Claybaugh. Microsoft reported after the close. Revenue up 18%. Profits up 33%. Microsoft beat on all businesses, including PC software and cloud. Google parent Alphabet reported after the close. Revenue up 13%, but Google's ad revenue fell short. The number of job openings nationwide rose slightly in December to 9 million. The number of 
Americans who voluntarily quit a job fell to the lowest in three years. Median price of a home that sold in the 20 biggest cities in November was up 5.5% from a year ago. The annual gains, a bit smaller in the D.C. metro, up 4.7%. In Detroit, one of the most affordable housing markets, the annual gain was 8.1%. The Dow finished today at another record, up 134 points. The S&P 500 lost three, the Nasdaq down 118. Jeff Clayball. WTOP News. Drought, war, and rising food prices have devastated families in poverty. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. Straight ahead on WTOP, the number of contenders for the commander's head coaching job getting slimmer. The guy we thought would come here is staying put. We'll be joined by WTOP Sports Director George Wallace to get the latest 511. At Cabinet Discounters, we truly love what we do. Transforming kitchens, bathrooms, basements, any room. Creating new ways to help you achieve your vision and all within your budget visit one of our seven showrooms sit down with an experienced designer and build the kitchen or bathroom of your dreams call or go online today and schedule a free consultation at cabinetdiscounters.com it's cabinet discounters proud to serve you for over 40 years cabinet Hi, this is Matt Bibbo, General Manager at BMW of Sterling. There's a perception that repair costs at a BMW store can be too expensive. Stop already with the too expensive. Make sure to ask about value service. That's BMW's way of lowering repair expenses to compete with independent shops and repair facilities. You get factory-trained technicians, manufacture parts with warranties, complimentary loaner cars, and lower costs. Ask about value service to learn about the significant savings that are available to you. Come see us at BMW of Sterling or visit us at BMWofSterling.com. When your back pain is your foot's fault, this is Dean's story. It was affecting me when I walked, which is a kind of a common activity. Dean's chronic back pain had become a pain in the you-know-what. At first, I just sort of ignored it, but eventually, everything catches up to you. Physically and mentally. Back pain affects your mood. It really does. But that's not the only connection Dean made. A friend of mine suggested I go to the Good Feet store. I was a little confused. Why would I need a foot store? My feet are fine. But he thought, what the heck? He had nothing to lose. They took impressions of my feet, and with the footprint, they were able to get me a personalized arch support that, like, lifted pressure off my back. Hmm. So the source of your back pain was right under your toes. It's something maybe I should have known, but I found out in the nicest possible way. See how arch supports work for you with a free fitting. The Good Feet Store has locations across greater D.C. and Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com to book your appointment today or just stop by. Coming up on WTOP, local kids prepare to deliver one of the most famous and consequential speeches in American history. That's later this half hour. Stay with us on WTOP. Men, if you're ready to put a stop to your ED and get a Valentine's gift that you and your partner will be satisfied with, then call Bull Oak today. Tuesday, January 30th, Bull Oak uses the most advanced form of acoustic wave therapy. This technology is backed by over 60 clinical studies, including research from Cambridge University. Our treatments treat the root cause of ED by repairing blood vessels and increasing blood flow, all without the need for pills or the worry of side effects. If you're ready to make this Valentine's Day want to remember, then this is your chance. Call us now and you'll qualify for an assessment, exam, even the blood flow ultrasound totally free. This is over $800 in value. And today only for those who call in the next two minutes, new patients will receive their first treatment completely free. Call 703-337-1919. That's 703-337-1919. Guys, get ready for Valentine's Day and put an end to ED. 
free. Call Bull Oak now to qualify. This offer ends today, Tuesday, 703-337-1919. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 515, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Thanks for being with us. We are down to two open coaching positions in the NFL, and the commanders have one of them. We're now less than two weeks in the Super Bowl. Washington football fans have been waiting to see who the next coach will be, even as the news sinks in that one big contender is not coming here. Well, WTOP Sports Director and Commander's Beat reporter George Wallace joined us earlier to talk about who said no. Ben Johnson, which appeared to be the top candidate for a lot of teams this offseason. The Lions offensive coordinator, 37 years old, second season as the OC in Detroit and put a pretty good show as far as the offense is concerned. Turned down interviews before, but now he had a, a good amount of interviews this offseason, but he has turned down the teams. He told Seattle and Washington today that he is going to stay in Detroit as the offensive coordinator at least for another year. He told the commanders while they are en route to Detroit to meet with him today. Now, they're also scheduled to meet with defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn of Detroit as well. So they're going to still go through with that. But he did meet with Ben Johnson, did meet with the Seahawks yesterday. It was supposed to be the commanders today, but has told them no. Now, Adam Schefter reporting this afternoon that his asking price was scaring some teams away. Mm. And we had seen a report earlier this offseason. He was asking somewhere around 14 or 15 million so that just goes to show you that if that is the case, then Josh Harris and his group, they're not going to overpay for the quote unquote hot candidate, which is a change from the past. George, so what's the average salary of a coach that he was asking 14 or 15? Uh, he wanted to be one of the highest paid. And uh-huh. I don't know who is the highest paid. I have to go look. I bet Belichick sure. probably, probably was up there. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But not as a not at that level. first year $15 million head okay. coach. No. All right. Commanders met with Mike McDonald from the Ravens. What happened there? Well, he met yesterday and then he was on his way to Seattle today to meet with the Seahawks. I know that the commanders were very high on him as well, and it seems to be he is a very highly respected candidate in this coaching cycle from things that you hear and reports you hear from teams that he's talked to is that he is very, very impressive in these interviews. And you know how this goes. The interviews are a big deal. Right. We've heard Mm -hmm. candidates not get jobs because of how they interview. So Mike McDonald seems to be pretty high. I don't know if he gets to Seattle. The Seahawks make him an an offer. Dan Quinn was here. He did speak with the commanders as well. I know he's still in the mix in Seattle as well. So Johnson is out. McDonald, hey, you know, they could lock him up in the building. They have a nice city out there. So (laughs) you mentioned Dan Quinn. Who Uh else might be lurking? So I think still Bobby Sloak's name is still out there. Uh-huh. Bobby Sloak is with Houston. He has talked with Washington. We know that. Mike Vrabel's name we have not heard much from in the past couple of weeks. And Bill Belichick, of course, the name that may be left out of this coaching cycle. Oh. No, don't start anything. He's not Bill coming Belichick. here. Don't, I'm just throwing his name out. Sean asked me a question. I'm misanswering. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be the case here at all. But those are some names also. And you never know. Eric Bieniemy is still under contract mm-hmm. with Washington. They yep. did speak with him. If they go the defensive route with a coach like a McDonald or let's say a Vrabel or somebody like that, you never know. My Eric Bianami still in the building. Could you run it back as the offensive coordinator? You never know. WTOP Sports Director and Commander's Beat reporter George Wallace. Quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. A series of shootings and carjackings in D.C. and Prince George's County comes to an end with the suspect shot dead by police. Montgomery County's police chief announced today he is retiring this summer. It comes a day after Alexandria's police chief said he's stepping down. One of the biggest stars ever to step on the Broadway stage has died. Cheetah Rivera was 91. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. WTOP's Traffic and weather on the 8th brought to you by Gambit Atomics. Gambit Series, the new unmanned combat aircraft 
from General Atomics Aeronautical Systems. Let's U.S. forces move fast and move first. Learn more at UAV.com. Let's go to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. For most drivers, it's been a routine rush hour. That is to say, we've got volume delays in the Beltway and the interstates nearby, but with few major lane-blocking incidents. In fact, none at the moment reported on the interstates. On the byways in Virginia, McLean, Georgetown Pike was blocked at points between the Beltway and Swinks Mill Road. That was for emergency utility work. It is possible some traffic is getting by, but we have yet to get the all-clear on that. Meanwhile, again, and down below, traffic on 495 is quite slow, as it is southbound of the George Washington Parkway through McLean and through the long-term work zone. Northbound delays are relatively brief. Braddock Road, westbound, still on the brakes from George Mason past 123. That's because of a crash that happened at a point before Shirley Gate Road. I-66. Congestion westbound between the Beltway and 123 and eastbound between Falls Church and Fairfax Drive. In Maryland on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, northbound on 295, traffic slows from 32 past 175. Beyond Arundel Mills, there was a crash initially blocking the center of the Parkway's northbound lanes. If you haven't committed, you can take 95. That works much better northbound leaving Columbia. 270 northbound slow in stretches through Montgomery County with nothing blocking the way. Families in poverty are facing a global food crisis. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. Sponsored by Compassion International. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Over now to the 7 News First Alert Weather Center. Meteorologist Mark Pena joined us now. Mark, we've got clouds now. I guess things are going to pick up with a little bit of intensity when it comes to a wintry mix. Yeah, it's it's on the table, but very, very light in nature. Basically looking at maybe some sprinkles or some flurries by early tomorrow morning. Now, for the rest of tonight, though, yeah, clouds are going to be around, and they're going to pretty much insulate our temperature. So we're around 40 degrees now. We're expecting lows tomorrow in the mid to upper 30s. So temperatures pretty much just staying where they are because of those clouds. Now, the system that's bringing us the chance for some precip, it's moving out of the Great Lakes right now. And as it approaches our area, it's going to start to lack the moisture needed to produce some precipitation for us. So on the table tomorrow again yeah it might be some sprinkles maybe a light shower to mix in with some snow flurries but overall a very low impact uh, system for tomorrow although you might run into some wet roads uh, beyond that uh, that's pretty much all we're looking at so maybe a hundredth of an inch of rain or so and that's about it so by tomorrow afternoon this is out of here and we'll start to see some gradually clearing skies by tomorrow afternoon with highs in the mid 40s and then by thursday sunshine returns and we've got some warmer temperatures on the way as well mid 50s in the forecast for thursday afternoon friday brings with it the chance at a Another uh, shower or two, another very similar system uh, that we're looking at tomorrow is in the forecast for Friday. So, again, a sprinkle, maybe a shower or two, but temperatures in the mid-50s with overnight lows in the 40s guarantees that if there is any precip, it'll likely be rain. By the weekend, sunshine for both Saturday and Sunday. So I highly recommend making some plans outside to enjoy because not only will the sunshine be out, but those temperatures are going to be in the low to mid-50s, which is actually above average for this time of year. So get outside and enjoy. Now, temperatures are a little chilly out there right now. Live temperatures, I got 39 at this hour downtown. It is 38 in Tyson's, and I've got 38 also out in Bowie. Thanks, Mark. Brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Still ahead on WTOP. What's driving D.C. gun violence? Number one reason is personal disputes. I'm Nick Ainelli. 522. This is John from 2060 Digital, and our partners are asking, what will be the most significant transfer digital marketing in 2024? With a growing number of tools and privacy policies, Digital advertising is becoming more complex. It's critical to tie your marketing spend to business results. To prepare for the new year, 
review your website analytics, ads platforms, and internal systems to ensure they work together to provide a clear ROI. For more questions and tips, visit us at 2060digital.com slash DC. Selling your home and stress-free. That's the combination of Jennifer Young of Jennifer Young Homes. This is Dave Johnson. Robin and Richard found that out when they had to sell their Woodbridge home. They'd already moved, but a home inspection revealed tree roots somehow invaded their septic line. Jennifer and her team took care of everything. Also painting, a deep cleaning, and the home sold for over the asking price. Hey, what's your property worth? Find out in only 30 seconds at JenniferYoungHomes.com. And want to sell your home stress-free? Connect with Jennifer at 877-611-SELL or online at Jennifer for younghomes.com. Keller Williams Realty, 703-815-5700. Breaking news on WTOP. We have a developing situation tonight in Northwest D.C. A man has been shot in DuPont Circle. D.C. police say it happened about 4 this afternoon at the intersection of Connecticut Avenue and Q Street near the north entrance of the DuPont Circle Metro Station. Police say the man was conscious and breathing when he was taken to the hospital. As for a suspect... The only description from police right now is a man in his 40s driving a white SUV with D.C. tags. Stay with us. More information comes in. Speaking of gun violence, the increasing gun violence in the nation's capital in recent years has been characterized as a persistent problem. A new report takes a look at some of the reasons behind the spike. What's driving D.C. gun violence? Number one reason is personal disputes. That's Christy Love, the executive director of the Criminal Justice Coordinating Council, an independent D.C. agency that identifies public safety challenges. The group released a new report showing that certain posts online play a major role. Videos, music videos that are taunting rival neighborhoods, also posts and photos and other types of videos that can be taunting and perpetuating violence. And she says black residents are impacted the most, with about 95 percent of victims and suspects in homicides being black, despite black residents comprising only 46 percent of the overall population in D.C. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP, we're going to talk about some Fairfax County kids practicing famous Abraham Lincoln speeches to perform at Ford's Theater. Here's WTOP Scott McElman. So let's try it from the plate, that line, and the government by the people. Some fourth graders here at Haycock Elementary are reciting Abraham Lincoln's Gettysburg Address. For now, the stage is the classroom, but soon it'll be the one at Ford's Theater. Several classes were picked to perform there. We've been practicing our lines. First, we had a paper where it had our lines on it, but then we got sort of like off script. Those movements are really fun because it showed like how meaningful the words were. They're getting feedback from teaching artists. Bow, and then maybe a second bow. And know just how important the words are. It's what Abraham Lincoln gave to kind of like encourage the people who are fighting. In Fairfax County, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55. George, seems like it should be a pivotal week to try and get a coach for the Commanders. Are we still holding out hope this will happen this week? Yes, we are. And uh, I would, I'd lied to everybody because I said it was probably going to be you know today after they met with yeah. Ben Johnson. Mm-hmm. But you then, and many others. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not meeting with Ben Johnson anymore because he has told the uh, Seahawks and the Commanders that he's staying in Detroit and will be the offensive coordinator for the Lions. He wants to win a Super Bowl, don't we all? He's only 37. He's been uh, the offensive uh, coordinator.